see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of the library where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. It's about time. I got here. What the hell? <laughs> That's the guinea pig. Right on time. Seriously? No. That's T'Challa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's 6.30. I know. It is. I told T'Challa, I said, well, she will be on no later than 6.30. And I was. And at 6.28, he was like, she's running late. And I said, I know. <laughs> I had to go get my phone to see if you texted me that you were going to be late. Nope, not at all. I was trying to get some stuff for work finished up. I needed to reach a good stopping point. Work? Yes. You made me wait for work. <sighs> Unfortunately. I had to ask if it was anything like in college if, you, if after 15 minutes you got off scot free. That's true. I, I almost did that with a client today. <laughs> I use those rules. Yep. I mean, I, I, I would think that would apply. <laughs> it does. It does. Totally. Well, how has your week gone? Hmm. Not as good as I thought it would be. It's been kind of weird. I mean, I've been productive, but it's felt a bit off this week. How about for you? Yeah, my week is... You know, T'Challa's here, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, just in terms of my overall mood and work and uh, the sky, uh, <laughs> things have been pretty gray. Um, <laughs> gray and gray. So, like, what is – is your does your app give you, a, like, a week trend or anything, or is it just monthly on your mood? It does it, it, does it um, by week and month. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's been a gray week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was going to start off by talking about, uh, you know, it's been Gatsby season. Mm -hmm. Usually uh, your so, favorite time of year. Yeah. So we, uh, finished reading Gatsby. Oh yeah. We did the intro. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to in the stacks with <laughs> Barry and Latoya and, and T'Challa. Cool. Yeah. All right. Glad T'Challa reminded us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh, it's, it's old. It's old age, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Gatsby season. So Monday we finished reading it. Mm -hmm. um, so Friday of last week was when, of course, Gatsby dies. Spoiler. Um, and you know, so I I had to read it, and then we always watch the film clip, and then in the next class we read it and watch the film clip. So I had seen poor Gatsby die four times before lunch. Right. Um, you know, then on Monday we read the, well, let me tell you first of all. <laughs> all right. Mm -hmm. So my, my first block class, right, has been, has been going well. Okay. Okay. My uh, second block class, not as well. Mm -hmm. And um, 
So on Friday, and perhaps I shouldn't admit this on the air, but I think I came as close to taking a human life as I ever have. <laughs> okay. Um, How did that happen? So there was a, a young man mm-hmm. in my class who has been a challenge this semester. Right? Yeah. Is he the one that you, I think you told me you had to have him like escorted out by your teacher's assistant or whatever? Yes. Okay. Actually, all it right. was the same one. Yes. <laughs> um, and of course, all my children are somebody's beautiful babies. Right. All right. But on this particular occasion, we were about to read the chapter eight in which, of course, Gatsby dies. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're about to read it. Everybody's all excited. And uh, he says, I know what's going to happen. Oh, and I said, good for you. And so we start reading. Right. Mm-hmm. And two minutes pass. And then he says, George is going to shoot Gatsby. And then he's going to put the gun in his mouth and shoot himself. Okay. <laughs> At which point, everybody in the room is like, what? Uh, right? Jeez. Oh, They're like, Mr. Reese, is that true? You know, and yeah. because we're about to read it, right? He, he would have to be that guy. Uh-huh. I just want to say that you didn't give a spoiler warning. I, I've said spoiler like five times. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted, I wanted to strike him. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it because he ruined the moment for other people. That's just, oh my gosh, yeah. I would have been less annoyed if on the first day of reading the book he had said. Mm -hmm. As opposed to waiting all this time, right? Right, the lead up and literally right before you're going to find out they ruin it. So it's like all this preparation and and, and anticipation just ruined. But I kept my cool. Mm -hmm. did not curse. I merely said, get out of my room. Right? Okay. Which is like, about as harsh as I guess you can be with. I was like, you heard me. Get out of my room. <laughs> get your things. Leave. Don't come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so he left. Right? I sent him to another room. And um, and we went ahead and finished the chapter. Of course, everybody's like, is that what's going to happen? I just ignored him. I just kept reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this whole semester... Um, has been um, a challenge with the book. Um, well, it's been a challenge with that student, too. He's just a dick, but okay. <laughs> well, you said that, not me. <laughs> right, yeah, because you can't say that, but I, I certainly can. My, You know, they're all somebody's beautiful children. Whatever. <laughs> He's but, someone's um, precious child. Precious still, child. Exactly. <laughs> they send us their best. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, but it's been a challenge, uh, especially my second book in general has just not had a lot of um, excitement for mm-hmm. the the novel, and um, and so now we've we've reached the point where they they're now working on their two thousand word essay. Okay. And uh, first block, I said, "Hey, you know, I'm here. Anybody need any help?" No, no, they just went started working, right. I had one person in first block today wrote a thousand words in class today. Fantastic. Wow. Second block, uh, different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, I've, I've told my co-teacher in my second block, I said, you know, I don't think I'm ever teaching Gatsby again. 
See, I wouldn't let that that student ruin it for you because he certainly set the tone a bit. But you can't have him take away from the what is a wonderful book that should be shared. Because, I mean, it's less and less likely that kind of stuff is going to be shared in schools. I mean, you know, it, it's getting older and, you know, things don't necessarily age well. Um, so you being able to provide that to them. Yeah, I would not let some dickwad make it, you know, so that it takes away the magic because there is yeah, magic. But, but, you know, it's just like, you know, you pour your passion into it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is boring. <laughs> you know, as my co-teacher said, you know, Mr. Reese, you can't force them to love it. Mm -mm. And if they're going to act out like that dick did, then you just tell them to get out. I mean, it's just, it's like, you know what? You want to be in a piss-ass mood or whatever. Sorry, Tashala. But if you want to be in a piss pissy mood, you can take it outside. You're not going to let it, you, you know, you're not going to ruin it for other people. And you're not going to act like send, an ass in class. I, I can't send out two thirds of the class. They won't let me. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I, I've already thought about it because there's, there's a real push right now for us to get them to do more independent reading. Okay. So I'm thinking that next year and, you know, I don't even know what I'm teaching next year. It may not even be American lit. Um, but you know, I'm thinking that maybe um, I will just assign them a novel and they have to read it outside of class. Okay. And then we'll just do, you know, work and, you know, discuss it in class and stuff like that. But the reading is on them outside of class. And if I'm going to do that, I definitely wouldn't do Gatsby. Mm -hmm. Because, um, you know, it sounds kind of big headed. But nobody understands Gatsby as well as uh, I would explain it to them. Got it. <laughs> no, I mean, I understand. You love the, yeah. the book so much that, yeah, yeah, I get it. Right. Well, and these kids, you know, I mean, even when we're reading it together, they'll read a line and they'll be like, eh. And then I'll read it back to them. And I said, no, no, let's listen to this. Right. And, like, and I'm saying, don't you get it? She's a hoe. And they're all like, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> Let's read it again. Right? So you're going to give up that kind of fun, too, to be able to tell them this is what this, this English actually means. <laughs> so. Yeah, but if they're going to be reading it outside of class, they wouldn't get that, you know? Right. That's what I'm saying. Don't, don't take it away from them. Yeah, but I don't know. Mm. Oh, it's just well, frustrating, you know? And yeah. I, maybe I, I need to lessen my frustrations. No, I, I get it. I totally get it. I mean, and I think, though, and I was telling one of my clients, I think it was yesterday or something, I said, yeah, the older I get, the less compromising I am, you know, so even with my clients, they know straight up <laughs> that there are certain things I'm going to push back on, or I'm going to just be like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. Because like, you know, um, that's just ineffective, or you don't pay me enough to do this piddly stuff. So... Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, it, it hurts a little bit more as you, as you age. Cause again, we're aging, we're pissed about aging. And then it's like, look, I know what I'm talking about. This is a really great thing. You're not listening to me. I'm like, there's, but only so many times I'm going to get in your face about it. Then yeah, I'm just going to let it go. Yeah. So, so it's sad because they're the ones ultimately missing out. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and to continue my disappointment with life, um, <laughs> Okay. This week I watched Star Trek Picard episode five. Okay. I still have not watched any of it, but yeah. continue. Watch with you. It is. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to, uh, this is going to be more spoilers. Okay. That's oh, fine. Bye. So, 
What the hell? It's <laughs> a lot of spoilers. Okay. Like, maybe people listening who want to watch that. That's why I'm telling them ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, you're forewarning them that it's spoilers. Or stop. They're going to miss content. What the that's their decision, right? And look, look. Latoya, she will edit this, right? She'll put, like, in the show notes, you know, you can resume non-spoiler here, right? Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll just right. put in the description the spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> heavy, right. heavy spoilers. So I just want to say this episode sums up um, a lot of the, the things that are bothering me about, mm-hmm. about Picard, the series. Okay. So All right. It, Early on, do you remember Ichib or Ichib? I forget how they say his name. I think I know who you're. Little bored guy from um, Voyager. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, they bring him back. Yay! Right. Okay. You're excited, right? They bring him back. Right. Um. So they bring him back, and we get to see him um, die. Uh, he's being tortured and having all of his um, like implants removed without anesthesia. So, so the- they brought him back to kill him. Yes. So there's That's this um, very graphic thing where they like take out his eyeball. Um, oh my gosh. Very graphic, right? And then uh, Seven of Nine comes to rescue him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically like her surrogate son or something. Right, right, right. And of course, you know, uh, there's nothing to be done for him, so she has to kill him, right? To put him out of his misery. Right. So then later in the episode, um, her and Picard and everybody, they end up being in the same place as the person who killed him. Right. Mm-hmm. So seven or nine wants to kill the woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And Picard is like, no, you're better than this. Right. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Seven or nine says, all right. So they beam back up at the ship. Right. And then seven or nine beams back down mm-hmm. and kills her. Cool. Uh, I'm all for that. All right. All right. So then <laughs> <laughs> later in the same episode, mm-hmm. right. They've been looking for this guy um, who's like an expert on uh, synthetic life forms and stuff. Okay. And so um, uh, one of the, the ladies on board the ship, who's a, a person on the show, she used to be this guy's lover, right? Okay. So she's been, that's why she's there. She wants to go find him, right? And she's been watching like holovids in her room of them like kissing and being all sweet and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And she's like wiping tears from her eyes. So they rescue this dude, right? And he's in the, the medical bay getting healed. And then at the end, right, the twist ending, right, is she kills him. Right? Oh, oh okay. So okay. when she kills him, right, mm-hmm. of course, I was sitting there and I, I was just in my head going, well, of course she does. <laughs> right? Of course. This, yeah. this is the new normal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm more surprised if somebody doesn't turn out to kill him. <laughs> right? Um, so... Again, I have I actually I had no problem with Seven of Nine killing the woman. Okay, right. It made sense. She Seven of Nine is a tough character. Yes. That didn't that made okay. That was all right. I was a little unhappy with them bringing back a character just to torture and kill him. Mm-hmm. I'm never a fan of that. Right. Yes, exactly. I, I'm like introduce somebody new and torture and kill. Him. Yeah, because it's like you get excited, especially given how much time it's been since you've seen this this character on TV, and you're like all excited and woo! And then it's like, really, you just did that? What was the point? 
So yeah, yeah no. Yeah, I wasn't terribly excited. I mean, I just admit it. I can't even remember how to pronounce his name. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm just saying though, like you know, it's nostalgia. You know, yeah. bringing him back, and yeah, it's and like you said, they could just get some new character and kill that character. Yeah, just the fact that in one episode, <laughs> yes, the two deaths. We have him torture and kill. We have a, a, a Star Trek, you know, character killing somebody else, and a new character who's been there for like five episodes suddenly revealing for some reason she killed her her ex-boyfriend right so it's just i don't know it's It's not the show you thought it was going to be yeah it's very dark and it's almost like they know it because they have picard say things like don't do this right right (laughs) then damn it they do it anyway well maybe it's meant to be even deeper that Picard is the conscience of man and he's still having to fight against all the, the woes. That's the and thing, the, though. <laughs> it's like in the old days, he would be like the conscience. And people, yeah, thank you, Jean-Luc. You, you stopped me from doing something awful. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, eh, no, I'm going to go and do it anyway. Well, yeah, and so maybe that's commentary on how life is right now where they put old people out to pasture because the younger kids think they know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I figured you would say something like that, right? <laughs> oh, that, oh, this is a reflection of the world outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um, so I figured this would be getting you jazzed up for the show, right? Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's just for me, it's like, I don't know. And somebody on, um, on Facebook he said that, you know, in, in one of the early episodes, there's this bitchy female admiral who basically tells Jean-Luc that his time has passed and mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? And he said that he wished that they had brought Janeway back for that. And I said, no. I said, I'd rather not have Janeway brought back for one scene in which she's the bad guy. Right, yeah. And he says, well, he wouldn't really call her the bad guy. And I said, well, yeah, the whole point of that scene is to show us how far the Federation has gone off you know, it's right. Exactly. I said, I don't want to see Janeway brought back. Just no, now. not, not like that. No. Right. And, um, it, you know, he said, well, you know, um, rogue admirals, you know, happen every week on Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that and I said, and I was thinking, yeah, you know, in the old days there were like rogue admirals. Right. You know, there'd be like one guy who, or like I watched Voyager, an episode of Voyager recently. And it was the one where some of the Maquis on board Voyager were still being like jerks. Mm-hmm. And so they assigned them to Tuvok to kind of get them into shape. Right. And there was like, you know, a lot of like, you know, button heads and stuff. But then at the end, you know, at Star Trek, everybody likes each other. Right. <laughs> and I was just thinking, you know, in the old days, there'd be like one, one admiral who was a bad guy. Right. Yeah. We would stop him. But now the rogue person is Picard because all of Starfleet sucks. Mm. That's do you, interesting. Do you see the difference? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that just makes me sad. I, I can understand being sad about it though. I mean, yeah, yeah I I get that. Um hmm. okay. But you want to know what doesn't make me sad? What doesn't make you sad? Harvey Birdman attorney at law. With the what? Who? Are you familiar? Yes. With Harvey Birdman? No. Are you familiar with Birdman? Yeah. Well, I mean, Birdman as in like Tony Braxton's Birdman? 
I don't no, know who no. you're talking about. What the hell are you talking about? Tony Braxton. Okay, then. Exactly. We obviously are not on the same page. Her Birdman fiance a, was anyway. Go ahead. Birdman is an old Hanna-Barbera superhero. All right. He has wings. Let me look it up. Kind of a bad hat. And he has a giant oversized eagle named Avenger, who's his partner. Right? And for some reason, Birdman can shoot like solar energy beams out of his hands. I don't really understand why. Anyway, um, it was an old cartoon about the same time as Space Ghost, right? Is it the one that they is it remade with um So now it's an adult swim cartoon, right? Oh, it's a cartoon. Okay. Yep. And he's an attorney now. He's retired and he's an attorney. And most of his cases involve Hanna-Barbera characters. Okay. So, for instance, on one of the episodes we were watching last night, um, Scooby and Shaggy were pulled over. <laughs> um, and through, like, the dash cam stuff, you can see they were obviously high, right? Mm-hmm. And they telling the police officer that they had to go stop, you know, some green monster, you know. And he's like, green monster, huh? And um, anyway, they panic and they leave. They drive off. And so the, the police officers start shooting at their vehicle and stuff. And um, so they're put on trial, right? And it's hilarious. And uh, there was another episode where, did you ever watch Johnny Quest? Yes. All right. Race Bannon and Dr. Quest break up. Okay. And Race Bannon decides he wants custody of the kids because he <laughs> always spends more time with them. Mm-hmm. And so Harvey ends up, you know, doing this custody um, case. And, uh, and that was hilarious. Um, there was, I uh, see, I think there was something with the Jetsons where, uh, um, yeah, they were in the background. Yeah. George was in, uh, prison. Yeah, George was in prison and he, he was said, like, I'm oh, going to be home soon, but yeah. <laughs> Daddy's going to be home soon. <laughs> it's so damn funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> well, what's hilarious is that, so when you just Google Birdman, do you know how far you have to scroll to even get to the actual Birdman you're referencing? Birdman. All right, I'm looking. Because it's pretty ridiculous. First thing that comes up is this black dude. Yes, that is Tony Braxton's on-again, off-again fiancé, whatever. Anyway, um, yes. Tattoos. Yes. And then on top of that, you've got Michael Keaton um mixed in there obviously for the birdman movie or whatever but you have to i went i gave up on the first page of google in terms of just the listings Harvey birdman. And, oh my gosh but i'm just saying though so when you're like you know what am i talking about i'm more relevant or practical than you are when i when you say birdman i can actually you know anyway oh, come on i've so, looked at this dude you're talking about and he is neither practical nor relevant <sighs> All right. Yeah, type in Harvey Birdman, and you'll see him in his. Well, no, I, uh, so I switched over and looked at images, then drilled down the page, and then finally saw it. And so I do recognize Harvey Birdman, but I just assume I, he would have popped on me just typing in Birdman. Yeah, it is awesome though. I, I it's actually been on for a long time. I just introduced Julia uh, T'Challa to it uh, last oh. night, and um, Dang it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you want to say anything about it, Tishal? Uh, it's very funny. Very funny. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> that, is, that is my input. Okay, that that all has spoken. Yes. Now, are are you still uh, sitting, elder ladies? <laughs> 
so yeah, my mama sitting. So, you know, last week I, well, my grandmother stayed with me for a l- slightly over a week, I guess you could say. She came um, the Saturday of, on the 15th, so the day after um, Valentine's Day. And then she didn't go back until um, I brought her home this Monday. And um, I found out that I, now I'm the designated mama sitter. And so she will be here again um, next week for about a week. Wow. Okay. And then, huh? Do I turn around? Well, yeah. So, you know, my mom does, she's always done a lot of traveling. And so one of her clients, uh, that's part of her job is that they do these different um, events. And so, so because of the way my dad's work schedule is, she can't really be there by herself without, you know, getting you know someone needs to be able to give her stuff when she needs it give her eye drops that kind of thing so mm-hmm. i am now that person because i guess you know the the person who very rarely leaves the house makes the most sense to to um have mama sit so yeah she'll be here next week she'll be here the last week of march as well and half of april so the yeah like half the month she'll be here um, and then again in the last week or so of September, and wow. there's probably going to be more. And granted, I don't mind my grandmother being here. I actually enjoy the fact that, you know, I still have my grandmother with me, that kind of thing. Right. But it went from, it's like basically having the tap turned off to just, just letting it go. And I'm like, it completely changes the way I, just the way I am day to day. Um, you know, cause it's like, I'm having to care for another person as well. And so like with her, you know, she's going to, I'm going to have to give her obviously breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks and that kind of stuff. Whereas for me, I'm just like, you know, sometimes I forget to eat sometimes whatever. And so it just kind of changes the way the dynamic for me works. So I've been a little uneasy um, and I think maybe it's, that's what's kind of thrown me this week is that I didn't realize that my grandmother is going to be back again next week. I'm like, but she just left this week, you know, and she's been here for, for so long. So, um, so I'm guessing then that I will be um, listening to a lot more Jimmy Swaggart, you know, because that, that, that is what happens. And, now, have, have, you, yeah. have you felt like a stronger connection to the Lord? No, gosh, no. I felt like, <laughs> well, because well, it feels like when I'm, when that station is on, um, it feels like it's the Christian version of Fox News. That's what it feels like for me. And I'm like, the fact that so many people, so like when she was here, it was during the, they have a monthly share So it's basically, you know, them getting money to provide their services. So I think this, this month, their goal was like $5 million or something, whatever. And that's, they do this every single month. And, you know, part of me is like, do you not get enough tax breaks being nonprofit? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and again, you know, obviously I'm just being a a bitch about it, but, but yeah, I, the stuff that they tell people and the types of individuals who, um, you know, call in or make specific requests and stuff. 
I'm, I'm just like, where the hell do these people live? You know, what, is this really what the majority of people are like? You know, I feel like, I don't, I just, I, I don't, I don't even know. I, that's how I feel when I see all these Trump people. Yes. You know, cause so many of them will call in and say, we're praying for Trump. And, and, you know, I told you last time where it's like, they're like, you know, dissing on the, the, democratic party because it's not like you know our parents or our grandparents i'm like but no neither is the republican party i mean it, the republican party just went batshit crazy so anyway and i could say that because i was a republican <laughs> yeah and then finally and you know the, the longer you knew me the more I think you started drifting to the more yes yeah i blame my no longer being a christian completely on you because like before i was so good and i did not curse and i didn't do any of that stuff and then being exposed to you all those years it just it was hell in a hand basket so i will say i will say you're not the first woman to say that to me <laughs> okay all right your, your demeanor is contagious <laughs> calmer I'm, I, you know, just, and I probably cuss more. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So he's calmer and cusses more around me. Yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> so I will be, um, so I mean, generally speaking, I'll close the door because then I'll just put on my headphones and work and listen to just Apple music or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's consistently on, it is on 24 seven. Yeah, yeah. I would have expected you to say something like, you know, to get to get rid of that foul, you know, Christian spirit, you know, to to go in and listen to something really horrific. Not not ABBA. Listening to like Michael Blay, you know, something really demonic. Right. Yep. Yep. No, but just I'm I'm very plain Jane when it comes to that kind of stuff. So yes, I've found I've realized that there are actually more music on Apple Music than I <laughs> knew was there before. So I've been listening to a lot more uh, different playlists. See? Yeah. So. Apple Music. You're right. It was Apple Music. Not not Apple. I thought you said you're Apple. listening to ABBA. Yeah. No, gosh, no. Yeah, I was wondering where you're going hey, with that. App but, is okay. Cool. No, ABBA is cool. I'm just saying it's not like my go-to music when I'm trying to drown out Jimmy Swagger. So, yeah. so yeah, um, I am. I'm listening more to to Apple Music, which is cool. But um, it's going to be interesting. And so I, when I, when my mom, Spotify, you could be one of my Spotify friends because every time I log into Spotify, I see what all my friends have been. I know. Recently. I know. Yeah. And you, yeah, no, we're we're on the paid plan for Apple Music, so I'm staying with that. It's just easier that way. It's not easier. Watch out, he wants Whatever. to keep up on your music. Well, I told you that I considered going back to Spotify since I tried it, but I'm still very much entrenched in the Apple ecosystem, and I'll just stay there. So, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, so last week, you had suggested that I watch Miss Americana. Which was awesome, right? It was pretty awesome. Like, I didn't end up watching it until maybe about two or so days ago. But it was, it was actually pretty cool. So, like, I wouldn't necessarily have called myself a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, I am a fan of hers. Mm -hmm. um, but watching that actually made me like her even more. So, 
Um, I thought that it was done very well. At first, it was a little... It took yeah. me a second or two to get into it because of the it way it was while. shot. Yeah. And then it finally comes together. But I remember specifically the moment where they were, you know, they were, they made a big deal, obviously, to say kind of there was a shift when that whole stuff with Kanye happened. Right. And when they were even leading up to it, like they were showing the clip, obviously, the now famous clip. And when he started to talk, I mean, I like literally was like, I cringed and had to walk away from the screen Mm. because I was like, I had forgotten then that that this person was 19 years old Yeah. and this asshole walks up there. And I mean, it's just, I'm like, in what world is that okay? I'm like, even if she wasn't 19, even if she was older or whatever, I'm like, that was just... And for her to feel like the audience were ulti- was ultimately booing her and yeah. not going, I just, it, I don't know. Remember Kanye's fans would tell you, he made her famous. Right, right. Anyway, please. <laughs> I so, wouldn't, yeah, I was, I was definitely, I'm, I would call myself a big fan of her music. I have a ton of her stuff. I have I two do. or three and of her 19, albums and stuff. That so. 1989 album, I think, is one Amazing. of the best albums I've ever heard. It is. It is by far one of the best albums. Like, period. One, like, you know, when you're counting great albums, it mm-hmm. is one of them. It really and the, is. The last two albums since then, I, I've enjoyed a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, of course, now I just stream everything on Spotify, but I right, have right. saved, you know. Um, so... But yeah, I felt like I knew her a lot better. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, to me it was like, oh, she she's a cool person. Like, I could see, you know, like actually being friends with her. Minus yeah. the fact that she loves cats. It's uh, like, if they were, well, no, it was just like different scenes. You could see like the cat hair flying all over the place. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> just, I can't, I can't. One thing that I, I because I had never, like, I still think of her as very thin, but you mm-hmm. know, about her her weight um her eating disorder right and um and you know when you could look at the those clips of her and then look at her now and she looks much healthier now oh absolutely and like when they showed the clips of when she was skinnier at the yeah. time i don't think i even really noticed but when they show it now it's like dang yeah you know that's how i was thinking too i was like man she was a stick yeah that was pretty awful yeah. So, so yeah, if you're in, in any way, if you enjoy her music, you don't have to be a super fan or anything like that. It's just really cool to watch. Again, you're going to see the big moments that help define who she is in terms of her, her, her public persona, because they did that whole part about the, the politics thing, which, you know, I don't want to ruin it completely for people who hasn't, haven't seen it. Um, I did think it was hilarious, the scene with her cat in that bubble bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> Yeah. I just I just burst out laughing when I saw it. It's like the poor cat, and it looked it looked yeah. almost like he was in like a space capsule type of anyway. Yeah. So so look out for that. But what also got me was that it re- it reminded me of what it was like when I was younger in terms of feeling like you know the world was your you know your oyster kind of thing. You could do whatever, and I remember having that kind of similar drive when it came to you know I enjoyed singing when I was younger, but I really wanted to go into broadcast journalism and I think that had I I ultimately chose to to really stick to that path that my life would have been certainly a lot different um 
I made the mistake of putting aside my professional um, <laughs> wants to, you know, be more of a 50s type of um, female and do the whole wife and, you know, wife thing. And my, my, what I want to do isn't as important as what that person wants to do. And anyway, but it was awesome. I felt very inspired. Like when they were doing the different clips of her when she was younger, even as she was working on this, this current album, um, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I remember writing stuff like that. I remember, I mean, I still, you know, on occasion now write poetry and that kind of thing. And I'm like, I'd been going through a phase where I felt like, you know, this is, this stuff is crap. Nobody wants to see it or read it or whatever. But after watching it, I was, I was, you know, re-inspired. I mean, now I'm just like, yeah, nobody wants to read it, but it was really cool in the moment. <laughs> to, yeah. um, to watch it so so yeah it was awesome Gwen actually watched it and she thought it was she was like yeah this was this was really good she liked it so she, so another what you're saying is another incredible <sighs> from mm -hmm. you you can say whatever you want <laughs> I mean you know look I recommended this I recommended cheer I recommended yeah. you I read yes you know I mean on and on and on that is true. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did well, you remember when we were working together, you influenced my music library changed <laughs> when, when we started working together. So, so yeah. I have that effect on people. I know you're like this disease or this spreading <laughs> virus, or I don't know. But <laughs> Speaking of viruses with the whole coronavirus thing. So mm -hmm. I'm still living under a rock. I'm not, I'm not paying attention to any news. So like if, if the coronavirus had taken out half of the world, I wouldn't know. Um, mm -hmm. I happened to turn on the like live TV and it was on, it was during a news broadcast and they were showing all these things, of course, in Asia and, and they talked about where it had spread. And it felt like, you know, when you're watching those, um, ap apocalyptic type movies and they you know and they're doing the fake news scenes of you know the different countries and how you know people are dying out and all that stuff it just I don't know it felt so not real to me I'm not saying it's not real obviously but it was just an odd kind of sensation that you know that this is actually happening and you know the fact that it's spreading and you know I'm like oh geez so this the really stupid part was I'm supposed to go to the doctor tomorrow and the dentist and I I actually asked my mom if I should like change my appointments until maybe this whole scare dies down because I'm like I don't want to get sick especially if I'm gonna have to take care of my grandmother next week because I am terrible when I'm sick. I am so needy. And so the fact that she would be here would not change the, the fact that I want it to be all about me. So, yeah. so yeah, I was like, should I, you know, cause I'm like, I don't want to, I, I, yeah, I can't afford to be sick. So I'm like, should I, you know, and if you're going to the doctor's office, hell, that's what people go there for. They're sick. So she's like, Oh no, just, you know, put on one of the masks that they provide. And I'm like, I don't know. And then to the dentist, I'm like, it's not like I could put on a mask there. So Yeah, that's true. So but well, no, know, she was CDC, like, you should go out. <laughs> the CDC did release a few things this week saying, you know, that it was inevitable that it was going to spread here. Right. People should be um, you know, prepared. And they they said schools should be prepared for tele lessons mm -hmm. and hospitals should be prepared for like, you know, it's more and more things that could be done possibly, you know, long distance. 
and that elective surgery should be delayed. Absolutely. Thing. Well, I know that at one point too, they were saying something along the lines of, you know, if you, um, shoot, I just, it totally just went out of my head. Wow. Oh, that it, it's possible that it could be much like the flu that maybe there's a seasonality to it. So they're uh -huh. hoping that maybe like when the cold and flu season ends that it will also that will subside as well but right. it's it's still very scary because i mean you know i'm like people are dropping like people are dying from this thing and you know they don't I, yeah so that's why i'm like i <laughs> told my client this week i said this is these are the reasons why i love that i'm just a homebody and i don't go anywhere but now i have to so speaking speaking of dying <laughs> okay you know, in recent years, we've seen things like Sears and lots of our beloved franchises and stores, you know, effectively die, right? Right. Kmart, Payless. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I found an interesting article that these are the next things to go. Okay. That apparently millennials don't like these things. <laughs> okay. I'm very they're, curious. They're going to go away. All right. Mm -hmm. Number one, I was a little surprised by this Diet Pepsi. All right. Apparently, That's number one. Number one. Why'd you start with number one? I, I, I should have, you should have done the build up is, so I could be is, totally disappointed. This is the order they have them listed in. Jeez. Okay. So, Diet Pepsi, where right, it says it was super popular in the 90s. Right. Because people were trying to be all calorie conscious and blah, 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 blah. And right. it was the better alternative to regular Coke. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to drink uh, a Coke, drink a damn Coke. Right. Well, apparently Diet Pepsi, I think it, uh, they always said that it tasted more like Pepsi than Diet Coke tasted like Whatever. Pepsi. No, that stuff is disgusting. Well, I agree. But apparently um, sales for Diet Pepsi have cratered, right? Wow. Um, mm -hmm. And so a lot of, of course, millennials, if they're going to drink something healthy, they'll drink, you know, sparkling water or something. Or right? Now they do the whole flavored seltzer water is a big thing now. and. Right. <laughs> Number two, and I was surprised by this because my, my, my kids wear these things all the time. Mm -hmm. Crocs, right? The, the comfy foam footwear. Well, I, know, I know exactly what you're okay. talking about. My mom loves them. She lives in hers at home. She's like, that's the most comfortable shoe she, you know, that she has. Right. Um, well, Crocs has been closing stores like crazy lately. And I, yeah, I didn't know they were, I didn't know they were closing, yeah. but. So they, they, they said that there's really three reasons why, right? Okay. First, they said if you do like Crocs, you tend to wear them forever. Right. They don't really tear up. No, because, well, in a lot of cases, too, people wear them inside. They don't necessarily yeah. always wear them out. So, right. Then <laughs> and with millennials, exactly. if they're not going out, then, you know, depending, whatever. That's true. Then uh, also, there's been some debate about whether or not they're actually bad for your feet. I think they are. I mean, yeah. just personally, based on just common sense kind of things, I'm like, yeah, I don't think those are really good. They right. don't do much in the way of supporting your feet. I mean, it, it, your feet flatten. And anyway, so go, yes, go ahead. And then the third reason, apparently, is the fact that they, their design is so simple. Mm -hmm. that there's actually thousands of cheap knockoffs. Yeah. And so you really don't need official Crocs. Yeah. Okay, now, that, that makes sense. Number three, and I find this kind of interesting because I, I have to admit it, I hadn't thought of this in a long time. And okay. it used to be big. Wheaties. 
they still make those? Oh, well, yeah, you know they make them only because of when it's Olympics time. Right. But that's the extent of it. (laughs) Well, apparently, um, you know, cereal in general, the sales have started to decline. Which is sad. At one point, they were talking about, like, maybe stopping the production of, like, Captain Crunch or something. And it ended up being just a whole marketing thing. But, I mean, our generation needs cereal. (laughs) I still eat cereal. I had my Captain Crunch this morning. Millennials prefer faster breakfast options, such as burritos, egg sandwiches, or smoothies. So they want something on the go. Because I was like, how much faster can you do than milk and cereal in a in a bowl? (laughs) You have to have a bowl. You got to have milk. Yeah, no, that's I don't know. That's it's kind of scary. But no, I always I have to have my cereal. Julian T'Challa, do you what cereal do you eat? Um. I'll kind of like Fruit Loops and Frosted Flakes. Yep, Frosted Flakes. I always have Frosted Flakes and Captain like, Crunch. But I can't have it anymore. I don't eat cereal at the moment because my teeth. Ah, okay. Loose ones, and they hurt like heck. Absolutely. But yeah, I need my cereal. Favorite cereal is Honeycomb. Oh my gosh, I remember those. Love Honeycomb. Yeah, that drink's good, but you can't have too much. I told you my Honeycomb story, right? I don't know. Did you? All right, so I would buy honeycomb consistently, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. I just eat it by the handful, right? Yeah, because yeah. you can eat it dry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and then at some point, I, I went to the store and they had a box and it said the most dreaded things that could possibly be on a cereal box, which is improved new flavor. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I took it home and it, it was awful. It's like Coke too. Right. So I bought I bought <laughs> another box. Mm-hmm. Right, thinking maybe I just got a bad box. Mm-hmm. It's just as bad the second time. Right, sucked. If, if it dry, it was like eating rocks. It was so oh my bad. gosh! And they had this. They it had like a coating on it, so it was mm-hmm. like tiny. And so when you poured milk on it, it's like um, the milk didn't make it crumbly or soft. It would like be repelled by this. Sh- <laughs> right, it was like shellac. And so, um, which I think was their, what they wanted, right? right? but I did not like it. So I wrote them a letter, right? I wrote them a letter saying, you know, look, I've eaten a lot of your cereal over the years, right? Many of my current health problems probably relate (laughs) to my cereal. Right. right? And I said, I'm very unhappy. I'm not going to buy it anymore. And so I'd say a, a couple of months later, several months later, I get a big box in the mail and it's, um, honeycomb oh god so i tear it open right and inside is a box of honeycomb that says very proudly original flavor oh it's a letter and i took a picture of the box and the letter i posted what? it on- you can probably find it right and it said you know thanks for you know letting us know your opinions and that they have listened to all of our demands and that they will be returning the original flavor to the stores and getting rid of that horrible shellac, right? Awesome. And uh, so I think, I don't know if anybody else actually complained. I think that their sales dropped so much because the fat guy in Georgia, <laughs> that they were like, what the hell's happening? They didn't right. search. Somebody found this letter. And they were like, this is it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so they sent me a free box, you know, and it was awesome. That is pretty cool, though. I like that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, Tiffany's, you know, like. Okay, the, well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, Tiffany's, uh, apparently millennials, not too big on really expensive jewelry. Mm-mm. Nope. And one thing that's hurting them is because, you know, millennials are waiting longer and longer to get married. Right. Or so, get married at all. But yep. mm-hmm. And so they don't need those things. Nope. All right. Next, Campbell's soup. No, I still need my Campbell's chicken noodle soup if I'm sick. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't like soup. You don't like soup at all? No, no. There are very few exceptions. I like those chunky soups. Yeah, and especially if you're sick. That's like, you know, I love having my, my chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so, uh, I, I don't even, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, if you're not going to do soup, um, and I'm just saying, I mean, I know you said Campbell's soup, but I think maybe they just mean that type of thing in general. Right. Um, so apparently I, um, canned soup sales in general have been flat since 2012. And Campbell's have, has dropped the most of any of them. And uh, Campbell's is now focusing on organic soups and broths. Oh, gosh. As well as... Well, I mean, there's a market snacks. for it. As, a, as yeah. well as what? Portable snacks. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a good thing that they're learning to be progressive. Ha ha, progressive. But um, uh, yeah. that I, I, but uh, no, I mean, I still like having... So, yeah, I'm not a huge soup person. But I do want my soup when I'm ill. So, I mean, you know, and if they're going to have just regular places sell it, like I, I enjoy, what is it, Chick-fil-A's chicken soup. So it's like if they still have it as an offering somewhere, I'm going to get it. But, yeah. yeah, I don't usually go out and, you know, soup is not on my list, my grocery list by any means. I usually get like one can of soup every time I go. Oh, uh, no. I just have my, my um, required one can of chicken noodle soup. And then my two cans of um, ginger ale. Because, you know, I'll buy, like, the 12-pack and then drink it down. And then I'm not allowed to drink past that because I'm like, if I have a stomach ache or something, I'm going to need my (laughs) ginger ale. So, yeah. yeah. But, okay. Anything else on the uh, list? Last time I had jambalaya. I got some jambalaya. Oh, wow. Okay. This is spicy. (laughs) Anyway, next up is Budweiser. Who drinks that piss anyway? There you go. It used to be <laughs> the king of beers. Right. But it's currently number four in beer sales. And uh, one thing wow. that's is that, you know, millennials, they're really into um, the microbrewery type Microbreweries. Yep. Yep. They're also into hard seltzers. Yes. And see, I was telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hate seltzer. I, I can't do it. I just no. To me, that's like it's a seltzer is supposed to be used to mix something in, not to just, right. you know, drink it straight. I no. Yeah. Uh and this company, honestly, uh, I didn't know was still around. Okay. Uh, Kodak. Yeah. Okay. So Kodak yes. Kodak actually declared bankruptcy in twenty twelve. Right. I do remember that. And they're still around, though. Mm-hmm. And they're currently dabbling in cryptocurrency. Okay, so that's a weird departure yeah. from what they were. It has introduced Kodak Coin, which is a way for photographers to take control of managing the rights to their images. I don't know exactly how it works. I don't either. Just like I'm not really up on the specifics of cryptocurrency. 
I just, because they were talking about with tax laws and how, um, I was reading an article this week about the tax laws and how crypto uh, currency stuff might factor in. And I just skipped that whole section because I was like, I, I'm no, I'm sorry. I can't get into something that isn't just, you know, like generally accepted as payment. I want right. special money. I want regular money. So anyway, yeah. Right, that's, three more. Okay. We'll rush through. One is Jello. Oh. Yeah. Apparently millennials don't like Jello. Well, they don't have that connection to it like we did. Right. And I mean, I guess we don't anymore either because of Bill Cosby. So I was thinking Jello yeah. pudding pops. Yeah. I yep. I used to like those things too. I love the commercials they used to do. Yeah. Uh, Gap. <laughs> That's like so nineties. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. In a the Gap, it's a clothing store. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I'd forgotten it was still around. To so be honest, the Gap, the Gap actually also owns Banana Republic, Old right, and Athleta. Mm-hmm. Well, um, according to a research and consulting firm, uh, Gap's image is quote lackluster. Mm-hmm. Stores are samey and boring. Yep, true. So uh, apparently, millennials, not that, not that. Right, because they're not as they aren't as trendy and cutting edge as they had been before. They really are very much like, you know, it. Yeah, they. There's no brand recognition anymore, like there right. used to be. Because I mean, yeah, you know, Gap used to be huge. Um, like yeah. you know, every, all the preps and stuff would go to the Gap. But um, yeah, no, I. Hmm. Yeah. That is, I mean, that's sad, but, you know. The last one is Harley Davidson. We have a Harley Davidson um, outlet or, you know, the motorcycle. um, Mega store. Sort (laughs) of, yeah. We have one here in, well, in Conyers. Um, And, yeah, I've always wondered how many people are, anyway, um, (laughs) how many people are buying bikes. Yeah, they were talking about how, you know, Harley Davidson's have always been priced higher than right. And that a lot of it's mil- like Nike and Reebok, you're paying for the name or whatever. So yeah, well, they said more and more millennials are leaning towards you know like ride sharing service mm-hmm. instead of driving anyway, and um, that they were also saying that you know the ones who do want bikes tend to just go for scooters. You know what's the interesting I was thinking about though is like all these things that like you and I maybe our generations had thought oh this could never happen or I can't imagine my life without such and such. Right. That in maybe even 50 years from now, some of the stuff that we clung to won't even exist, whether because it, it's phased out completely because it's deemed maybe old technology or just whatever, or mm-hmm. if, it, if, it's, if it's morphed into something completely different. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's just interesting because, yeah, I mean, you know, there... And again, if it wasn't for the sentimentality around a lot of it, like how we felt when we would pop the the the, the tape into the the um, tape deck and listen, you know, listen to the <laughs> listen to it on your Walkman and rewind it and fast, and it was so cool when you could fast forward it, and mm-hmm. and I'm like, all these types of things are just, you know, people don't know what we're talking about anymore. Oh, the coolest, the coolest damn thing in the world was when I first got my first dual deck cassette. Like, yes 
Yes, that was so cool. My dad had one. And you could do, like, what is it? You could tape to tape. Yes. And it was amazing. Yes. <laughs> or, like, when you awesome. would, back in the day, when you'd listen to the radio station so that you could hear whatever song you wanted yeah. to. And as soon as it came on, you had to hit record to yep. be able to. Sometimes <laughs> you still have, like, the DJ. Talk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Like they would come in either the intro or the toward the end of the song, so you knew it was bootleg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It but back then, now if Sony made you a mixtape, you knew it took them time. Yes, it absolutely. There was yeah. work involved. So, yeah, now I mean, it's it, like they can make you a playlist in like twenty seconds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's um yeah. Now they have all those fun algorithms for stuff. So, um. Mm. It's interesting, though, the things on the list. Uh, yeah, I can, I mean, most of them, I think that, yeah, you're probably right about. I'm I'm still a little bit surprised about the whole cereal thing. I mean, specifically Wheaties, no, I don't care. I don't, I never thought people ate it anyway. I, I've <laughs> so, never eaten Wheaties. Never exactly. Eaten. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I've only known them for, oh, if you're an, uh, an Olympian and you did something amazing or super, right. um, super talented athlete would end up on the box. But that was it. It was just a box to me with the image. I didn't think about the cereal. <laughs> yeah. But it is a little surprising to me because when I'm in the grocery store, there's so many cereals. Yeah. I would think they were doing well. but I would think so, too, because, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I know I should certainly keep them in business because, like, now I don't even necessarily have to buy the branded Frosted Flakes. Oh, I can get the store right. brand. Get that damn ghetto cereal. Well, no, no. But, see, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Not all store brands are alike. So I, I can't know. eat the Frosted Flake knockoffs at Walmart. Those things are disgusting. Yeah. But I can eat the, the, the Frosted Flake knockoffs at Kroger or something. Well, so it's like, you know. You know, at, at Ingalls, they have the Laura Lynn brand. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love their Laura Lynn brand orange juice. Mm -hmm. That's what I always get. But um, no, I'm not doing my cereal. You know, it's got it's got. No, I nope. I mean, like, and on rare occasions, I can do an off-brand Captain Crunch. But usually, I will buy straight the Captain Crunch, and then yeah, like if Captain I lunch. <laughs> and then if I could get. Um, uh, the Frosted Flakes and the, like, I buy them now from Kroger, so I like that particular brand, but if I'm, you know, if, if I run out for whatever reason, I'm not going to go and buy another store brand, I'm going to buy Frosted Flakes, so, so yeah, but that's really cool, though, I, I liked that list, I was thinking along those lines uh, today as well to do something on the show, but I was like, ah, in the end, I just was like, I'll do it some other time, mm. but, so speaking about groceries, I finally, well, for the first time, have actually ordered some grocery items from Amazon. I've ordered just supplies and stuff before, you know, like a toilet tissue and paper towels and stuff. I, that, right. I started on that stuff first. And then um, one of my, one of the, <laughs> I'm going to talk about V8 again. Um, the, the V8 stuff I like that, that I one like. you gave me. See, I told you, it gave you a little bit of energy too. And so um, they don't consistently have it at Kroger and that's where I order my groceries from so I'll order you know and say oh give me like three bottles of the the peach mango v8 fusion and they'll be like oh we only have one and I'm like but clearly I buy this every single time I come so so they're like well you know you can always call ahead and we can order it like a week then you know a week before and blah 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 I'm like ain't nobody got time for that so I looked on Amazon 
and they sell it as a six pack. It's a 46 ounce bottle, um, a six pack for um, $15. I was like, yes, please. And so I added that to my cart. And then those cans that you had, they sell them as, um, I think, a 24 pack. Yeah, and they've so, got yeah. a lot of different flavors. Yeah, but see, I'm very specific. Well, I'm specific about everything, but I love the peach mango. And I'm like, I'm not going to change it up. In the store, they carry all these other ones. And I'm like, who the hell drinks that? <laughs> have, you had the, have you had the orange pineapple? No. That sounds I'm, a, I'm just, I, anything with mango, I'm going to take that over almost anything else. So, so I, I, I like the one you gave me. Um, it had it like the first taste of it. I was like, what? It's weird, but <laughs> it was it was pretty decent after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I I took to it, and I don't even know why I originally gravitated towards it. It was just in the grocery store when I was still actually going into the grocery store, and um, I was like, oh, oh let me try this. So, so yes, they're going to be delivered tomorrow. So I'm like, I'm going to be able to buy this stuff in bulk. So it's my first Amazon grocery type experience. So anyway. So moving on to entertainment news, simply because neither one of us apparently um, are watching any movies. Yeah. Um, I'm barely watching TV because I'm actually doing, I'm reading over watching TV. So that's, that's always interesting. But I saw that Macaulay Culkin is going to join American Horror Story for season 10. Really? And I, I the reason that. why I picked it was because I was like, oh, well, you know, you always talk about the show. I so, love the show. So I was like, I was wondering what, you would, what your thoughts would be around him actually joining for season 10. Um, you know, I haven't seen him act in anything since he was a little kid. I mean, I know he's done some things. Right, yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think it's cool. I, you know, I doubt they'll do it, but I would love to see... Uh, some sort of like horror version of Home Alone. Oh, that would be hilarious. You know, where he's like some sort of, you know, sadistic, saw-type serial killer and kills people with, you know, flamethrowers to their skull, <laughs> you know, bowling balls that bounce downstairs and all that kind of thing. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's pre- That would be pretty cool. But yeah, I haven't seen him in anything anything as as he's been once he became a, like a true adult um i i don't think i've ever watched anything with him in it um cuz i think yeah. he's he's kind of like so him and elijah wood they were so cute as children and they grew up and they just look weird so yeah. i just you know i don't know he, yeah but so i mean that's great obviously and so i am going to be curious because i know you're going to watch season 10 to tell I'll me what you think all, about yeah. of course tell me about what you think about his acting in that show um i also read last in the art huh last season was fun that was the 1984 Four. season yeah okay yeah yeah um so it is apparently going to be sticking around through at least season 13 and that's despite the fact that Ryan Murphy has a development deal with Netflix. And it had started, the intent of it was for it to just be a limited series. Right. Um, and it's, a, you know, the highest rated show on FX. So, oh, why it did, oh, I said, it sounded almost like I said S-I-R-I. And so my wife oh. decided to, yeah, I changed it from a female voice. Um. But yeah, so it's it's been uh it it is 
its highest rated series and it's been on for almost a decade so yeah, you know it's a great show well i think that a lot is to be said for when they do these anthology types because it, it changes it up enough each season that you feel like you're watching a brand new show so you know. Yeah, but at the same time, it has so many of the same actors and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I love the oh, fact yeah, yeah, that I'm it has that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> and then my last thing was, well, sort of my last thing was, you know, I have to do something that's pop culture. I, I actually read this article, and it is Pete Davidson airs Ariana Grande's Dirty Laundry in shocking Netflix special. So I have zero interest in watching the netflix special i i don't know i've always just looked at pete davidson and thought he was kind of douchey so i've you know i know he's on snl but outside of that i don't you know it's like i don't really know who the well, hell he is and you know i watched i've seen him on snl plenty and he he doesn't really act i mean he's always him yeah he i don't uh, think that there's anything special per so se I'm curious it's it's a stand-up thing yeah, because apparently, yeah, that's, you know, I guess that's kind of his thing. Um, but, yeah, so. I would watch it just to see what his stand-up is like, because I've always oh. wondered on SNL, like, I mean, who did he suck off to get the job? Or, yeah, I, I don't you know. know. He has to be, like, Lauren um, Michael's nephew or something. <laughs> There's got to well, be something. I'm just wondering, though, that, like, you know, if him doing it, you know, it's like, oh, well, it's kind of tit for tat, because, you know, he even says that, well, you know, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande made him famous um, and a household name for no reason at all. You know, people who didn't even know who the hell he was knew who he was because they had been, they were dating and then like two seconds later were engaged. Um, and of course they broke up. Well, wait, wait. I think he's, he went on to then date Cindy Crawford's daughter and that he just, I don't know. He's, he, I oh, guess he's one of those like bad boys that, that females are attracted to. Yeah, but, he was with that that gorgeous brunette from like the underworld movies and stuff too, um, because everybody was talking about how much older she was than him. So <sighs> yeah, I just uh, but he is apparently his nickname is Butthole Eyes, <laughs> um, mm. and so yeah, he's doing the special on Netflix, and so you know his whole take on it is that he's not being unfair to her because obviously she turned that experience or whatever and just into hit songs so this is what he does this is his career and so he's gonna you know put it out there yeah i have ariana grande oh by the way kate Beckinsale is who i was talking about no i knew who you're talking about i was just i just thought it was hilarious that you're like oh the girl from underworld I'm like seriously i thought you actually liked her <laughs> so well I, I like her in underworld mm-hmm She's hot as Celine, but mm -hmm. then times she doesn't do anything for me. Since and see, I've seen her in a ton of other stuff. I've never seen Underworld, so <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing about Ariana Grande is every now and then I'll see pictures of her, like from like I don't know the waist up and stuff, and I'm like, oh, she's kind of hot, kind of hot in like a weird, mm -hmm. like I don't know, jailbait kind of way. Because she's tiny, she's but very then, yeah, tiny. But then I see her next to other human beings. Yeah, and I realize she's like three feet tall. And I'm like, I don't know, that's, it's weird. It is, because it feels like, I mean, it's like, <laughs> she, I know she's an adult, but it's like, you look yeah. at her and you think she's a child, especially since she has her signature um, 
hairdo and stuff. Yes. It's very childlike. Yes. So I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> it's like, okay, he's kind of hot. And then I see her, like, like I said, other human beings. And I'm like, God, is she, is she actually? <laughs> but on well like, unlike Pete Davidson, though, I will give her props. I think that she's super talented. She has a fantastic voice. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I mean, that's what, that's what she's paid to do, and I think it's good. But for Pete Davidson, I'm like, yeah, no, no. I have one Ariana Grande song on my Spotify playlist. That's really? Yeah. That's Only that. one? Yeah. Which one was it? It's like her first one, Problems. Okay. Yeah, she's had, she's had several hits but <laughs> since I, I, then. I haven't liked anything since then. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I do, I I do he, like it. He's got pipes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. A lot of her songs, it's like – I don't know. I feel like there are things in it that are discordant for me. Okay. You know, it's like the, you know, I like I like music with melody and stuff, hmm. and um, which you know sometimes means I don't like some of the music you like. What? Don't even please, really? You're gonna <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, but yeah. So and, and and you know I do have um like there's this uh, one rap artist named uh, Leighton Green. <laughs> what? No, the fact that you're like talking about some obscure person. She is not oh, yeah, obscure. One rap person. She is not obscure, right? Anyway, so I found I, I ended up finding her through you know my kids. Sometimes they request rap music. You know? Right, right. And uh, and I thought some of hers were pretty good. And um, I listened to some of her other stuff. It's pretty decent, right? And um, so I started following her on Twitter, right? And um, then I followed her on Facebook. And she does all these like live Facebook things. Mm-hmm. So one night I tuned in and she was, she was making um, some pizza pockets and she was in her she was literally just making pizza pockets, you know, and stuff. And, and um, she was cooking in her kitchen and stuff. And uh, so I was like talking to her, you know, and um, I was like, Hey, Layton, you know, love your music. I said, middle-aged white guy here, really into your stuff, you know. Oh my gosh, like, that's kind of right? creepy, but okay. And she was like, thank you. Mm-hmm. you know? And um so I was telling my students, I said, you know what? I said, this is how it's going to start, right? I said, you know, I'll be like just talking to her Facebook Live. Then I slide into the DMs. Mm-hmm. Then next thing you know, Mr. Reese taking six months off to go on the world tour with Leighton Green. <laughs> right? Yeah. And of course, they, they thought it was hilarious, you know. Of course, because it is hilarious. And I've like put a picture of her up on the screen. I said, look at her. You can tell what she needs. Oh, my gosh. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and of course they thought it was hilarious yeah. oh uh, my gosh she's like a 22 year old you know she's mixed mixed mm-hmm. with rapper you know and um but yeah he so, made it sound like she's mixed in like somehow that's a bad thing oh no, no i started to say she was black and then i was like well, i'm black she's mixed okay so yeah well that's cool i guess sure so the last thing I wanted to mention was just that apparently Prince Harry, he just wants to be called Harry. Well, to me, I'm sorry, Prince Harry. <laughs> Prince Harry. I, I'm I'm probably not to call you Prince. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I actually he think is that a it, prince. It, but it humanizes him in a way, and it distances him from the old school feeling of what it is to be a royal. To just, he's like, look, I'm just a regular person. I, because I mean, really, who? 
I know that apparently God apparently preordained the line and blah, blah, blah. But really, are you but, telling but me that there's there something really that much more special about him but than there the is about someone else? The only reason we still have royals is because a lot of people think it's cool, right? Yeah, it's all cool. Right, but for all the, 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 the perks that have come with it, I'm sorry, Herod, you're a prince, all right? Ladies all around the world like to pretend they're underneath you and say, oh, yeah, prince. Oh, my gosh. All right? You're a prince. Okay, he's a prince, but he doesn't have to be called it. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. He does. It's like, that's like towel or blanket. 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 Yeah, I was about to say towel. He changed his name a couple of years ago, right? Oh, did he really? Yeah. And uh, let me go look at this up because <laughs> what he changed it to is amazing. All right. Yeah, because I remember like back back in the day, was it the like, late 90s or something when when they did an interview? I don't know if it was um, Barbara. Um, what's her name? Jeez. Oh, what was her? What's her name? Barbara Walters? Barbara Walters, yeah, that, that went, or somebody huge had done an interview with um with him, and you know they're like, well, he was obviously showing blanket. I think it was they were talking to him about blanket because of that whole scene where he had blanket dangling over, <laughs> the yeah, railing. Um, but I think they were like, is that really his name? He's like, oh yeah, it's blanket. I was like, who yeah. the hell names their kid blanket? I mean, outside of Gwen. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow naming her kid Apple. I mean, it just... He changed his name because he was tired of people making fun of him. Well, yeah, because his name is Blanket. <laughs> his name is now Bijie. Because that's cooler. Yeah, B-I-G-I. Bijie. Okay. No. So he's Bijie now. I'm he's sorry. Bl- you know what? I'm going to still call him Blanket. He's always going to be Blanket. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just yeah. like Harry's Prince Harry. No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I can't believe you actually tried me like that one. Prince, look, I love Prince, real Prince, right? <laughs> and he was like, everybody called me like this weird logo thing. Yeah. I was like, no. But, yeah. No, he was Prince. Saying, so then we have to do the whole artist formerly known as Prince. It's yeah. like, no. That's like Puff Daddy. All right, you can tell me to call you P. Diddy or Diddy or whatever. And sometimes <laughs> if I'm in a good mood, I might. You're still Puff Daddy. Yeah, right. You're Puff Daddy. Mm-hmm. You're a prince, Harry. Yeah, but I think it's okay you, with can't him you telling. See it with, the, with the little, um, uh, what's the name of the groundskeeper from Harry Potter? Um, Hagrid. Yeah, grid. Instead of saying you're, you're a wizard, Harry. You're a prince, Harry. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm, I think that if it's a formal setting that you, yeah, you should refer to him as like Prince Harry or introduce him as Prince Harry. But I think it's cool that he's like, you know what? You don't have to do all the formality stuff. Just call me Harry. All right. So if Obama comes over to have some macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. right? Are you going to say, sit wherever you like, Mr. President, or sit wherever you like, Obama? or Bo or whatever. Um, no, because I, I mean, if I'm going to say president, but then if he says, just call me, whatever, I'm going to just call him that. You didn't call me. When I told you to call me big Dick Barry, you, were- <laughs> you know, really, 
You can't pick and choose this shit. <laughs> I don't even remember you asking me to call you that, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Dang. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's never going to happen. No. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's all I have as far as stuff that I had on my list to talk about. So That's all I have. Uh, T'Challa, did you have anything you wanted to discuss? Beside how embarrassed you are by what your dad just said. <laughs> are you embarrassed, Joel? No. Well, oh, okay. I don't know you, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, I did make... He, we're halfway through a uh, 911 episode that he's watching with him. A regular 911? No. No, it's a long, long, long star. Just stop calling it 911. Just call it Lone Star. Because this is I wanted not to tell you this, though. All right, this is like the fifth episode, right? Oh, God. Finally, we had a bull. All right? Okay. I'm surprised it's taken five episodes for this show set in Texas to have a bull. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the beginning of the episode had a bull that goes on a rampage and, like, hurts all kinds of people. Of course it does. Yeah. Hmm. So that was your 911 update. Thanks so much. I could Although not. T'Challa, T'Challa was arguing about he he doesn't think that their nine one one is set up in a realistic fashion. <laughs> I mean, so many of those shows aren't really truly realistic. But I will say that the original series is to me more, you know, believable. And the acting, the caliber of actors on the original is fantastic. Well, I mean, we got Rob Lowe. I know I like Rob Lowe, and I even like to live live Tyler, but. They're no Angela Bassett and Peter Krause. No. <laughs> it's definitely no Angela Bassett. I love Angela Bassett. She's amazing in anything. I, she, I mean. She was incredible on American Horror Story, to go back to what you were talking about earlier. See, there you go. But yeah, no, she's, I, I would watch her in anything. Yes. I mean, like, if, if something's coming out and, like, even if I didn't care for whoever the main, art, uh, main actor was, if I knew she was going to be in it. I know that it would be good, or at least what she does would be good because she doesn't play crap roles. So yeah, that's true. So yeah, but alrighty, so it is time to go. All right. I'm waiting for you to have something clever. Now I think I I think I've spent all my my dirt earlier. Oh wait a minute, here comes the child. Um, you know they can probably hear that, right? Did you hear me say anything? Nope. No. Not saying it. <laughs> fine, fine. Sayonara, motherfuckers. Oh my gosh, you're such a horrible parent, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.